Wise words from the hills reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome. Great are you in the heavens, O oh God. Great are you on this earth, Lord. Great are you in our life, O oh God. Great are you in every situation and circumstance. There is no name that is higher than the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee bows and every tongue confesses that you are Lord and King. At the name of Jesus, we have power, we have authority to do great and mighty things in this time and in this generation. And so, Father Lord, we ask of you this morning, O oh God. All I am is just a verse to speak your words back to your people. But Father, more importantly, you need your people to understand and to do the work that you've set out ahead for us in this time and in this season. Lord, straighten our arms for battle, O oh God. Give us utterance in the spirit and the physical oh god give us authority oh god that we can take control and dominion over our head and over our environment and bring the statues and the standards of god back to this kingdom in the mighty name of jesus amen all right good morning guys good morning again um at the kiza hills eh, we are family so i want to report pastor mo and zina they cannot even just send someone, hello, how are you, just checking on you. If you see a message from Zina, just know she's about to send you a rando. Who agrees? Don't. <laughs> so if you don't want to lead prayer on Sunday, or share a word, or what God is laying on your heart, don't answer Zina's phone call. <laughs> so let me just report that now to warn everybody. <laughs> she might start looking for a new number now to call people. Then ask for Pastor Moses, how can he be telling me to come and preach miracle signs and wonder? <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. Seriously, when he called me, eh, I'm not joking, I was inside AC, I said sweaty. <laughs> I said, Pastor Mo, oh, please now, I better look for that person. <laughs> he now says, you know, you know, so what just God is saying is, you know how he talks. He just say, I said, eh, hey, just as she said it like this, eh, just hold it, the thoughts. <laughs> On Sunday, just beat it like that. As I was talking, he was just, I was like, see Missy Trouble. I was, no, seriously, I'm not even joking. I was very upset. <laughs> very upset, palpitating. But then God reminded me, is it you that is speaking? All you are is just an instrument. Just open your mouth and I will feel it. Don't worry about it. All I need you to do is to pay the price in the place of prayer and reading my word and the rest I will take care of it. You know, Pastor Mo keeps saying that in the house, we are going to bake bread. We'll mix all the ingredients. I have a few bakists in the house. <laughs> so they understand. We'll mix bread, you know. We'll bake bread here. It means that God is calling every single one of us to a place of ministry. That the days and times when ministry was reserved or preaching was reserved for those big men of old. That we come. I used to attend this church like this in London where the pastor is coming, man. It's like eight. SLK, one thing, something, one thing. CLK, something. Sha. Mercedes, eight coming. Ch -ch 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 like coming to America. Uh -huh. God is saying, that time and that season is over. I will use the smallest person, the person that is looked over, the person that people will say, oh, but I know this person's story. And so he's asking us in this time and in this season that we have to be ready for what he's doing. You know, the people here in the hills, there are quite a few prophetic people in the house. They see visions. So would you keep nodding your head? Will you <laughs> God is giving people words here that they need to stand on this pulpit and share with other people. Many of you here, know this word better than i do by far by when i say by far by far many of you hear god directly many of you hear god in the moment some of us have to sleep when the world around us is quiet and silent because our job 33 says that he would whisper the words to you in a dream 
that's basically when your world is very noisy because of maybe issues of life your busyness of life and you can't hear god has to quieten you down before he tells you some people in that chaos god gives them instant words and instant revelations and prophecies that will change times and seasons and god is calling the new people to the house god is saying that he's looking for his sons to manifest in these end times and so when we want to talk about miracle signs and wonders you know it's really a story of the acts of the apostles but it's also the story of the acts of jesus when we talk about the acts of the apostles i mean the miracle signs and wonders it's actually speaking about the acts of jesus and then the acts of the apostles but most importantly the acts of the modern day church because the bible does not end because some men wrote a book and passed it on to us what about in our time and generation are new stories being written and so skeptics always try to explain the miraculous when people don't understand something that is obviously a mystery or a miracle their intelligentsia would come up with a logical explanation for how and why it happened um, if you watch, um, I think it's Discovery or National Geo, one of those channels, I think on Sundays, they basically have all this funny series they do where they try to debunk some of the biblical um, stories. They call them myths or legends. And they will tell you, they'll give you a scientific explanation for how the Red Sea was split, give you a scientific explanation for even resurrection and all sorts of crazy things. And so um, it's, always a it's always a battle between creation um, which is intelligent design and religion and evolution, okay? Um, for us to actually talk about miracle signs and wonders, we need to go back to the very beginning. The very, very beginning. I don't know if you have... Are you able to get the video? Okay. Let me... Which one? The two-minute one? No, okay just, okay, just go. Because it's a bit difficult to explain. Me, I don't even understand. I don't even want to understand it. But I just want to use it to, to explain something. Strong solar winds blast outward from the sun, 
harmful and lighter materials like hydrogen and helium far out. Heavier material like dust and rocks resist the solar wind and remain close to the center. And it's this heavy material that begins clumping together, eventually forming the prototypes of the inner rocky planets, including planet Earth. I think we can stop here. I think we can stop here. <laughs> we can stop here. Heavy materials like iron and nickel gravitate to the center. So you get the gist of it. Okay. It says that I want to know which one is more complex. So, I mean, which one is easier to believe? That what did he say? Um, gases came together and formed the sun. Okay. Then the sun did what? Now pushed out um, smaller particles that now condensed together and formed different things, small small things. Then that became planets, and one of them was called planet Earth. Okay. So question: Who put those gases there? Who put the gases there? Who put the gravitational force that made the gases, um, what did they call it, come together? So the explanation is very lacking in a lot of things, okay? And so I then start to wonder how they can then say, please go to the next slide. Okay. Yay. Okay. And then Darwin now states that, so after the earth was now formed, though, it was now there empty for a long time. Abby? Okay. Then, Mr. Darwin now says that man then evolved from apes. So, Homo hominid primates 25 million years ago, then Homo habilis, Homo erectus, whatever, whatever, to Homo sapiens, which we are supposed to be, and then that the next stage is um, extraterrestrial, basically, aka aliens, is what? What did they call it? Because um, me, I'm just trying to understand this one. Okay. Nativus connectus. <laughs> so... I want to understand. Mary, please come for a second. <laughs> I want to understand how this beautiful lady here <laughs> came from gas sediments or whatever. Where did the apes come from? How did it know that she would have a beautiful voice to glorify God? Tell me. Somebody tell me. Go back to scripture in Genesis 1. Thank you. Just go back to scripture in Genesis 1. Let's read the account of the creation. The one that me and I believe most of you here know and agree with and understand. Okay, so in Genesis 1, can you, um, you can use um, the NKJV version, or any version actually. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Skip, skip, skip. God saw the light was good. Skip, next, just next. And then God called the light day, the darkness he called night, the evening and the morning were the first day. Okay, next. Let there be firmament in the midst of the waters, let it divide the waters from the waters. And then God created the firmament um, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. Next. He called the firmament the heaven, and, and so the evening and the morning were the second day. Next. Then he let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. Okay, next. He called the dry land the earth. And the gathering together of the waters he called the seas and god saw that it was good next then god said let the earth bring forth grass the herb that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind whose seed is in itself on the earth and it was so next and the earth brought forth grass the herbs that yield seed according to its kind next and evening next and said let there be light in the firmament to divide the day from the night 
and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years and so that's where the concept of time seasons day and night came from and let the light in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and it was so next then god made two great lights the greater light to rule the day that's sunlight and the lesser light to rule the night that's the moon he made the stars also carry on now god set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth next 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 okay he said let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures and let beds fly above the earth above the face of the firmament of the heavens next he created the great sea creatures every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kind and every winged bird according to his kind and god saw that it was good next bless them saying be, be fruitful and multiply fill the waters and let the beds multiply on the earth next next and said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures according to its kind, cattle, creeping things, beasts of the earth, each according to its kind. Next. He made the beasts of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, anything that creeps according to its kind. Next. said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. You can stop here. And so... If I'm speaking to a room of believers, the whole concept of evolution, man, sun, moon, gas, condensed, whatever, and man evolving from apes is absolute and utter rubbish and nonsense. And I say that with the authority of God, absolute and utter rubbish and nonsense. If you don't even believe the first account of creation, then we've even missed it in the, from the very beginning. Because right in there, not only did he create the things, he then said, I made you in my image and in my likeness so if he made us in his image and likeness how can someone came that say that i came from an ape makes no sense to me but therein lies our power as believers and our ability to perform miracles sign signs and wonders and the time is coming when we ought to stop running from pillar to post looking for someone to lay hands upon us when god has given us the power by himself if you understand what he means by i made you in my image that you look like me and in my likeness which is that you are like me and so if god walked upon if god walked upon the earth because he did and when he sent his son jesus and he spoke and he healed people it means that you eno can touch someone and say be healed and they'll be healed if you believe that we may say amen, amen. and i'm not saying this just as a i i mean i have a friend who would say to me you know and so it becomes it, beca it became a way we speak if we believe every line of scripture then everything on in it we can activate and we will see results and so if god made you and me in his image and in his likeness then i shouldn't be worrying that i'm being asked to speak about miracle signs and wonder because what exactly is even miracle what exactly is miracle a miracle a miracle is a supernatural in intervention of God in the natural order of things. So if I look at my entire life, is that, that, is, that in itself is a miracle. It's a supernatural intervention of God in the natural order of things. So the natural order of things that says that you were in a car that flipped up, that had an accident and some assaulted and landed upside down and you came out without a scratch. Is that natural? Nusha has intervened in a miracle. Normal. The fact that you came out unskated is because God has intervened in a miracle. And so many of us limit our understanding of miracles to heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. But the miracle actually starts in the mind. Or he, sorry, he was a pool of Bethesda. 
38 years he stood there or he sorry he was a uh, he was crippled he lay there for 38 years there mm-hmm. scriptures of this generation and some nigerians make it in there mm-hmm. 38 years he was lying there when they now came and asked him why had beat me to read there was no one to walk he said because there's no one to to every time i tried to go somebody else would beat me to read there was no one to walk push to help me ah nigerian hmm. rolling abi they will roll into that river it takes a shoe that knows how the thing is doing you right saying you're not going to be waiting for nobody as they say it's you that is wearing shoe that knows how the thing is doing you right you can't be waiting around for anybody for your miracle responsibilities to them of men of god get into error when we've we've abdicated our responsibilities to them who they themselves are looking for miracles on a day-to-day basis generally no no gender but if they tell you and, and when i mean i mean of god i'm referring to ministers of the gospel generally no no gender specific if they tell you the issues that they are dealing with you will be the one and therefore they now fall into them one day to pray for you we abdicated our responsibilities and therefore they now fall into a place of error from a place of lethargy, overburden, um, having to um, conjure up gimmicks and tricks to fill up a room for you air. When, when will all of us have an understanding and a revelation by themselves? A time is coming, let me tell you air. When, when will all of us have this understanding? You won't even need to come to church. To do what? You by yourself are not going to be waiting for anybody else. Uh-uh. You have raised an altar in your own home. You're not going to be waiting for anybody. I had this series of dreams. Dreams about somebody that I've known for 30 years. Either it was a revelation or an attack. I, I told Pastor Moses about it. I had six dreams about somebody that I've known for 30... No, 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 not 38 years. Something. Trying to... No, you don't know my age. <laughs> Sorry, trying to do more. Yes, and she's been a good friend for 23 years. 23 years! I've known her for 23 years. And she's been a good friend for 23 years. In the last 18 months, I had six dreams about her. I thought, hmm, was lives in a different city. I had six dreams about her. The first couple of dreams, I thought, hmm, it was based on something. I, the first couple of dreams, I thought it was based on, by the time I had you know something about someone, you, you just think, oh, that's why you dreamt about it. By the time I had the fourth dream, I was like, okay. By the time I was on the fifth dream, <laughs> nobody told me that I didn't even have to wait for the physical, eh? Was and to be honest, I wasn't even interested in understanding from whatever that thing was because at that point in time, I didn't even understand what it was. And to be honest, I wasn't even interested in understanding first. All I just knew was that I was being attacked, was the fifth dream, and I needed to put a stop to it. And so, in that particular dream, this I think it was the fifth dream. Um, in the dream, there was a lady that I knew, she was going somewhere, and I walked off. And um, in the dream, there was a lady that I knew. She, she didn't know the lady. I knew the lady. So while I was talking to her, lying over her. And so then, the lady saying hi to me that she knew. The lady started hugging her and win and eyeing over her. And so then, there in the dream, I, I rebuked her and said, I don't understand. You don't say hi to the person that you know, right? So normal culture's behavior is to gr- say hi to the person that you know, right? And then, obviously, then say hi to maybe she had heard of her or something. It was something like, um, anyway, we, she went her way, I went my way. I then came outside. It was something like um, a market. Came outside, it was something like a market. Um, like open stalls, okay? And I remember thinking, do I really need what I've come to this market to get? So I, I saw two boys running. I think I need this thing. I'm sure I can manage what I have. Um, I saw two boys run out of like um one of the stalls 
the, the, the smaller boy had um, a white they were wearing green shorts and they both had um one of them the, the smaller boy had um a white cloth okay he had the white cloth and i just remember fear came over me instant fear fear just came over me fear came over me instant fear and i just knew that whatever that white cloth was or whatever i represented i didn't want it anywhere near me and so I was sort of trying to push me now. Does anybody experience, experience that? You know, dream. You're trying to pray and the words are not just coming out. Does anybody experience, experience that? You know that you need to pray. You know that this is not ordinary. You know, it's one cartoon character, obviously. Dream, some dreams don't mean anything. If you're running around like Tom and Jerry in the dream, it's one cartoon character, obviously, it might not mean anything. But so, some dreams do actually mean something. It's God. God tells me things in dreams, which God speaks in prophetic words to some people. And for me, God tells me things in dreams. Dreams. and so i just kept trying to pray kept trying to pray screaming the blood of jesus the power but i was like you have to pray this does not make any sense and so i started screaming the blood of jesus the power of the blood of jesus and as soon as i said that fire erupted from the bottom of the market and ghost the entire market as in raised down and start so in the dream in that attack oh and i woke up am i going to go and start so in the dream in that attack am i going to be calling pastor moses how am I going to be called vows from evil? God is saying that we need to stop it. That the power to deliver us from evil, sickness, disease, anything that assails and every one of us, all you need to do, it's all of you sitting down here, that power lies inside each and every one of us. All you need to do is just ask of him and he'll show you just a little bit. And then from there, you, take, you, you carry on. And so tell me how it's easier for... How that the world came from how, how how is it easier for people then to believe that the world came from, these are not um photo tricks the world everything in here was made by god these are these are not um photo tricks these are real and actual places all over the world across all the countries of the miracle how did it stand how science wants to tell me that this was nothing short of a miracle how did it know to arrange the trees and the mountains overflow the banks of the river you can only come this far stop don't overflow the banks how does it know to say that when a woman is pregnant that the placenta will form and connect her to the baby so that food goes in into the big no how your organ baby comes out quietly she nurtures the baby how does it know how your organs are interconnected how can a series of accidents put together where one has a problem accident be what made you connected your nose your eye your throat together where one has a problem the other is affected that your how how science explain things in praises to god how does science explain the fact to me that you feel love in your heart if he tells me that it's gases atoms and molecules or whatever and you can kill for that child that you feel in your heart how does he explain that you look at your child and you can kill for that child because there's love inside your heart how is that more than that we are a series of how is that not a miracle why is it easier to believe that we are a series of mistakes and accidents none of you here is a missing true and this might be your last time sitting here today is not a mistake even if you're just a visitor passing through and this might be your last time at the hills my prayer is that the spirit of god will activate something inside of you that your life will never be the same again 
that you will be the miracle worker. We will not do any flyer saying, what was that silly one I saw the other day? <laughs> I have a few of them at the back of the slides. I'm dead serious. That time and season is over. See, the only way to be a Christian, eh, guess what? Is to be. The only way to be a Christian is what? Is to be. To be means you will do as Christ did. You will pray. The only way to be a Christian is to be. And some people say that the life of a Christian is so hard. Do you know what? It's not a lie. It is hard. It is hard because you're going to pay the price in the place of prayer. In the place of hungering after God. But guess what happens? Once you just put your, you will swim, you will float, glide. Just as it I was describing this morning. You will swim, you will flow, you will fly, you will do all of that. This morning I had an, an interpretation that was very interesting. That sometimes when people fly in their dreams, it's not witchcraft. Depend on your spiritual state. When you're flying in your dreams, it means you're soaring in the spirit. I didn't know that before. I just learned it today. And it makes sense. Because me, I used to fly in my dream. Oh. <laughs> and I know I ain't no witch. <laughs> but it used to puzzle me. It used to puzzle me. Honestly, I, I, why am I flying up and down the place? So this morning when I heard it, ah, my body was sweating me. I said, yes now. Ah, when I'm not uh, from a certain part of the country where they say they used to fly in the afternoon, uh, do you understand? No, seriously. In these times and seasons, eh? Change your friends, though. <laughs> Guys, change your friends. Don't let some friends lead into a part of destruction. Turn up and slay. It's nice, though. But after that, that problem is waiting for you in your house. Change your friends. Change, have friends that excite you. Spirit. When you sit down and have a conversation with them, even if it's fashion people are talking about, eh? Somehow, somehow God enters that fashion. Do you understand? You come away with a better understanding and revelation of your purpose and your power. Do you know why? I covet now, eh? Do you know it's me that will go and tell them sorry you? Ah. Even if they are wrong, you know why? I covet their company. Ah. I don't play with their company because when they speak, every time I speak to them, I come away one, one level higher in my understanding. Because God reveals different things to different people. He gives him parts, right? So he will tell me one thing. He might tell, you know, neck another thing. Tell another thing. If three of us then sit together and talk, what do we do? It's like a, a, it's like a, a puzzle. Connect it all together. But if he tells me one and I'm hanging around with people who have no understanding or revelation, that one that I know will confuse me even more because it's not complete. It's not complete. God desires the fellowship of his people. He desires community. And that is why we're paying an, you know, important, you know, paying attention to the hills and when we say that this church must be a church of love and family it is very very important because in it will God do his mighty works and miracles in these times and in these seasons and so like I said a miracle is a supernatural intervention in the natural order of things when they said that this one you will never amount to anything your father was nothing your father, his father before him was nothing. Your great great five grandfather, five generations before, was nothing. You are a lineage of odd and said thingness that you wake up and speak and said, God has called me as a prophet to the nations, and therefore I break every 
every tie to that testimony of old that I would arise and be a new man in Christ. And I am something because God says I am something. You speak those prophetic words and then you move on quietly. That in itself is a miracle. When they say that they took your womb out because of some illness or infection and then God decides, hey, Doctor, she will finish your own. I will now show you why I am the one who made the universe and not that your sun and moon and gas thing that you were talking about and puts the child into that woman's womb and she carries the baby to full term. Or God will take a 50-year-old woman, a 55-year-old woman and decide that, okay, now it's time you have children. A friend of mine said, a friend of hers, um, a colleague of hers has been waiting on God for a child for nine years. Two days ago, she had quadruplets. After nine years of waiting. That is called what? Catch up and overtake. <laughs> because I'm sure most of her friends married for nine years may not even have four children. He's made up for all of that. So God does miracles. But most times, we limit miracles to healings. Who, who feels that way sometimes? There's a miracles, there's a healing miracle service. Oh, and now the headache is gone. Oh, they don't see any physical manifestation of healing. Oh, there was, I had headache and now the headache is gone. Oh, there was one funny growth on my arm and it's gone. We don't believe that the miracle has happened. But if you look through scriptures, it tells us that God did miracles in several ways. So this is not really, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to lay the foundation. Because this sermon is Pastor Moses' sermon. I'm just trying to lay a foundation so that we will operate in understanding and then we'll preach in revelation and put the two together and we're on fire. Does that make sense? Okay. So, that's why I'm using slides today. See, I'm learning from Pastor Moses. So, he does miracles of, in nature. Creation was one of them. He walked on water. He just used to disturb water, Sha. Did you guys notice? One time he walked on water. Another time he said, peace is still. But that same God is the one that said to the waters, split and let the Israelites go through. Those are all miracles of nature. You know, he took five loaves of bread and two fishes and started dividing. I don't even know if he divided it up into that many pieces or I don't, I'm not exactly sure how that happened. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us that he's the God of God. It was shy enough for everybody. Do you understand? And he did that to tell us that he's the God of what? Provision. The little you have is enough for him. Imagine that that little boy said, nope, look at, there are 5,000 people here. More than 5,000 because they said they didn't count to the women and children. Injustice is time to be No, 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 I'm just joking. So he took it. Imagine that that little boy said, mm -mm. my mother sent me on an errand to go and buy five loaves and two fishes. The errand, if not, they will beat me today. Let me just, JJ, respect myself. I don't even know who told me to stop and be listening to this man talking. Let me just carry my bread and my two fishes and be going. It's not enough for this crowd here. Who feels that way sometimes that our little is not enough? Especially when it comes to Nigeria. I feel that way. But I've forgotten that it's not much that I'm overwhelmed. I just feel that any little I'm doing is not doing anything. But I've forgotten that it's not me. That is God that does that multiplication miracle. And so he takes that five loaves of bread and two fishes. He splits it. And it's enough for all to show us that he's a God of provision. Then Elijah, Elijah just said, you know what? There won't be any rain, no? three and a half years. No rain in this land. All of you must know that there is God. Me, I said it. There's no rain in this land. And then Elijah, on top of it, I see how God does Ojoro. Now took Elijah, took him to where they'll be giving him food daily. You know, you know that's what he did. And the woman only had what? That small jar of oil and um, what was that? Bread, right? 
and he just he just kept um, replenishing that so Elijah and the woman were just there having their fall feasting <laughs> the rest of the land suffering because that's just how God he wanted to show that he can and then he does physical miracles a lot of Christians we limit ourselves there that's where we start and end you know um, you can't walk now you can walk you can't see now you can see the, you know, um, issue of blood, the, 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 the. Jairus, okay, rise up and, although we don't even do, people don't even, I don't remember the last time anybody rose anybody from the dead. Ha, has, there, has there been in recent times? So, but is it not that same God? What happened to that God? Did he die? Someone said to me one day that, um, she's like, oh, this is how she said it. Oh, she said, oh, a big stone fell on his head and he's dead. There was God. But I think somewhere around, I don't know. She was very serious. She said, yeah, he has to have been dead because I don't understand how he can be alive and the things that are happening are happening. So I used to believe, but I think a stone fell on his head and, and he died. And so, is it not that same goal? Touch our hearts. If there's any of us who are actually starting to think or oh, things are not working, you feel like you're, you know, everything you're doing is not working, you're hitting your head against the wall and the enemy is speaking sleep eye. You're there, did you come to this Lagos to come and to God is to your mates, they finished doing this constantly making you compare and you're saying that your god is dead sort yourself not dead he's not sort yourself out i want to tell you today that our god is not dead he's not i know he's not dead what about you you know demon possessed no he's not dead and then he did spiritual miracles you know demon possessed people he used to forgive sins do you know that forgiveness of that do you know that there's a, do you know that forgiveness of your sin is a miracle do you know that do you know that there's a um, joseph prince i think one of the things has been criticized about joseph prince is um where is he from is he japan where singapore yes one of those places always wears jeans and a shirt great man of god with a big congregation um very easy to listen to always wears jeans and a shirt one of the things he's been criticized for is um, his teaching on grace. Some of these people that misinterpret his teaching, that they say because he, he teaches about, he teaches grace. I don't know if it's people that misinterpret his teaching or he teaches about grace where no matter what you've done, eh, it's, it's not to say that it's done, forgiven completely. And but isn't that the message of Jesus Christ? It's, it's not to say that you didn't take the grace of God for granted. And so what we don't understand that it is you know repentance and can be a hitman for a call is a miracle that the person who used to be a hitman for a cult would go sh go to another school kill people sense no gain no will give his life and say you know what this life is nonsense no gain no benefit i've decided that i've sold out to god my sexual depravity again or people who were involved in all sorts of sexual depravity will one day have no desire. What did I even like in this thing before? None. Completely gone. And they're even wondering, what did I even like in this thing before? I don't even understand what I liked in this thing before. And you say that that is not a miracle? No counselor, no doctor did any surgery. It was my image and likeness in the natural state of your mind to tell you I made you in my image and likeness and therefore if I made you in my likeness you think like God hold you bondage God you don't think like a slave so sin does not hold you bondage sin 
no longer holds you bondage. If you understand that, that you are now a king, say I've given my life. You have to have come into that understanding that you are now a king. Therefore, you hold sin bondage. So that when you sin, you say, you know what? I did it with clear eye. I tell never hear me say, I didn't know when I did. You can never hear me say it was the devil. You can never hear me say, I didn't know when I did it. Any mistake, any sin, because I am a king doing, I promise you, I did it with clear eye. Because I am a king and I have control. I have control because God gave me control. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, sin this thing, I will not. I will not by the power and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I will not. Because God has given me dominion over it. Over every infirmity. And that's how we ought to operate. Are we not tired of the devil beating us back and forward as he likes? Messing about with us as he likes? Why do we continue to give him permission? You think somebody... We are kings and because we are kings. No. We are kings. We are kings and because we are kings. When a king gives a decree or command, what happens? They don't question it. If you click a finger, you know now, you know. From even when you're small, if you click a finger, it happens. You don't have any doubt about it. And so if you look, but guess what? We don't experience, and you say to them, you know what? Be healed. They will be healed. But guess what? We don't experience it because we don't even believe what we are saying. We are saying, oh, if I can come and say be healed, and now doesn't get healed, they'll think I'm fake. See the end. You might do you know what usually happens? The process has started. You know, you might not see the end, you might not see the final day when that person's come, or you may, but it's not constantly seeking for signs and one very moment and instant. Sometimes, because God knows that we are a generation constantly seeking for signs and wonders, He will do it that instantly. So, be like, Hey, and we wake up, they didn't even see the miracle. Jumping, the whole place will be on fire. People that are sleeping before we wake up, they didn't even see the miracle. But they are repeating. It's true now. See, sometimes you just that we are carnally minded like that. We need to see. Sometimes he just does it. We see it immediately. But sometimes it's a process. Daily, daily, daily. That daily until the day, the perfect day of redemption. And so we start to operate in that authority season god is saying that um whether or not we like it in these times and season god is saying that um he's not going to allow us again this work of the lord will fail god will fail if he allows us if he leaves us to our own devices this work of the lord will fail and so how 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 do we how do we attain this power how do we attain this power for you to we've been reading the acts that gave us the blueprint when he came right for you to we've been reading the acts the last um the whole of the last week last week and it's been so go back first and read he brings alive the acts but to read the acts you need to go back first and read luke so when you go back in your own time go and read luke of jesus chronological or orderly um account of jesus and his journey the the three years of his journey many miracles many crucified and resurrected and so he did many miracles many signs and many wonders and many miracles quietly quietly he just did that 
and then again remember from the same and it was time for his he made us in our image and likeness when he then came to the earth and it was time for his ministry what was the first thing he did he said he selected people an advert he would say I, I would imagine that if he had to write their job description now or there was an advert he would say you must be of sound mind you must switch or anyway and interpret it you must be able to articulate things in any language or any way and interpret it you must have a heart that is hungry for something other than yourself you must be selfless and so he selected these people because he needed them you're working under a mass post right the way i see discipleship um, is like apprenticeship you're working under a master then when you're fully trained your master then does what so he selected those people and do exactly what your master used to do that's why he did that so he selected those people and now started doing the signs the wonders the miracles the seas you notice when those guys are with jesus they couldn't really do much who remembers the seas um, is um, raging about oh i told people that now wake up he had to come and sleeping. he was sleeping sea was raging wake up now wake up he had to come and say peace be still before the thing calmed down they will pray 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 it will not happen he will just come speak one word be healed and the person will be healed and i had to tell them this one some is by prayer then did his work and he was teaching them training them teaching them training them when jesus then did his work and he then passed and rose from the dead and left us coming for the midweek the then in comes the acts i'm not going to bother going into reading of the acts if you've not been coming for the midweek the weekly day service please come sunday is just a sect, eh? it's because you're not you're the summary of everything that has been going on so sometimes when people don't connect eh? it's because you're not you're not connecting that's why you're not connecting yeah you don't connect because you're not connecting simple yeah you understand what i mean yeah, yeah, it's a, I don't know, know how else to explain it. And then when on Sunday, they are saying, hey, you know, prayer and word and worship for days. And then when on Sunday, they are saying, hey, you're wondering. It's not an act. It's because you need to connect. You need to act. Uh-huh. Okay, you guys get me. So, okay. so you need to connect. You need to actually connect. So please go back and read the acts. And so when healing people, they were raised with the Holy Spirit. The same people that could not do any miracles. They were healing people. They were raising the dead. They were healing the blind. They were, they were doing also. They were casting out demons. God has been giving to us. For us to operate like the apostles, we have the word of God has been giving to us. He says, but by faith, by faith, a lot of times we don't receive because we don't even believe. We don't believe. Let us call. I know how many times ago. A plus me. Because I'm a very logical person. I'm very analytical. A plus B Oh no, one plus one plus one is. It actually took a while. It took a journey. The first thing that God did, no, no, it wasn't the first thing. It actually took a while. It took a journey for me to get there. It wasn't the first thing. The first thing He did for me was I lost all a shy self. I'm not even joking. Child, very awkward teenager, tripping, falling up all over the place. Shy self. I'm not even joking. Self conscious. My childhood besties in the house. She can tell you. Very awkward child. But the first thing that I got. When I became a Christian, doesn't bother me. If you like inhibition, if you like who oh, say about me, doesn't bother me. If you like, if I have to say something for the body of Christ, I will open my mouth and I will say it. I took away my logical mind. Let me at least just deliver what I'm supposed to do. But then one of the things he did for me was he took away my logical mind completely. Because guess what? 
you can't use logic to serve God. You will constantly... Ah, you cannot use logic to serve God. If you use logic to serve God, you will constantly be in what? Error. It won't make sense. First month, she gets married. A girl you know that has committed six abortions. First month, she gets married. She's pregnant. They didn't damage her body. Abby, you can't serve God with a logical mind. And then a woman who then gets married, like Pastor Mo told us, of his sister. How can you worship God with a How many years? Nine years she's looking for a child. How can you worship God with a logical mind? It doesn't make any sense now. Decide, you know what? The cattle's on a thousand. Who came from absolute nothing? And just decide, you know what? The cattle's on a thousand hills are mine. I choose who I'm going to give wealth. If I, and I take. Because I'm going to do anything. Dangote can die and the rest of your family will be in penury. I give and I take. Because I'm going to use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. So you here, take. What are you going to do about that? You say no, no, it doesn't make sense. I remember one high-ranking officials in the days of Babangida. Parents were ministers, and um, people um, had high-ranking, um, high-ranking officials in the days of Babangida and um, Obasanjo. And so apparently, so if they had like um, Jonathan was like their boy. Some of them they are like um, in the south south. So if they had like events, she's that um, you know she's not really posh and tush like the Lagos crowd. Bring out food for everybody, serving people. All. So she's the one who run around into the kitchen, make food, bring out food for everybody, serving people. Or the one who's the one organizing the caterers and all of that. And this, can you imagine? I mean, they were my age mates, but the cockiness and the arrogance they're talking about. Can you imagine? Pepe, that was like our house girl, is the president's wife. I told them, be there. That's how God operates. Yes. If you don't like it, go and hit your chose them or not. He shall allow them. How God operates. He whatever. He allowed them. Whether he chose them or not, he shall allow them. Go in there. And whether or not you like it, it's going to be written in the history of time. <laughs> the Republic of Nigeria. Go and argue with your grandfather. <laughs> because that's how God is. He just chooses who he's going to bless. Christian, our belief. Many of us, however, there's something that can change that equation. Our belief. Do we have the faith? You see, the centurion soldier understood. I think that guy had heard that that Jesus used to waste time. <laughs> he said, this Jesus will now come. I think his story happened before Lazarus' story. Or maybe he was a man of revelation. He said, this Jesus will now come. When this my servant has died. <laughs> I don't take chance, soldier. If I say, soldier, I'm sick. He said, okay, let's go to your house. He said, hey. I am a soldier. If I say, soldier, go, they go. Soldier, come, they come. Just stay playing far. Maybe now they don't say the word. <laughs> Let's not be traveling far. Maybe now the donkey will not be tired. We'll not have to rest and sleep. By the time we get there, and there's no, 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 no. Say the word here. And there's no phone there, no. Just, it's not, it's not as if you say, pass the phone, maybe by uh, whatever. Just say the word here, and my servant will be healed. And Jesus was like, man, the stands will fit it. That's the kind of guy I want, man. <laughs> he understands what fate is. Oh, is it the woman with the issue of blood? Throw <laughs> seat. Oh, like running to for front row seat. I don't need this front row seat. All I need is just to touch. That's all I need. Touch his skin just the hem of his garment that's all i need and this issue that's bothered me for 12 years will be gone i don't need him to look at me 
I don't need him to say any words to me. I don't need him to pray one hour. I don't need him to pray one hour. I don't need him to pray one hour and be Joshua. No, no. All I need, me. I just, the second she touched the hem of his garment, Jesus, and I'll be well. And that's exactly what happened. The second she touched the hem of his garment, Jesus said, something has left me. Power. I need to know whose faith was that. Who? I need, you know, because he wanted to take the power back. He wanted to know whose faith was that. That was so man of God. She did not need any need to rush to the front of any altar. She did not need any man of God. She did not need any big seminar or crusade to receive her healing. She did not need anybody. She by herself carried the faith to bring change the story of their lives and herself. What that would have done for her family. How that would have changed the story of their lives and the dynamics. He said by the spoken words, what words do you utter? Do you utter? What words do you utter? What words do you utter? Your trusting God is completely different, but everything you're uttering in the physical is completely different to what you're even be, you, you claim to believe. You'll be looking for a job going to hire me. Uh, you know, I didn't do, you know, I, I, I got a pass. Nobody's going to hire me. Pity party that serves no purpose. And you're only going to feel better for a second. But when you say, do you know what? God can take me from the back and move me to the front. Someone can look at me and say, you know what? It doesn't matter. What we are looking for is your creativity and your passion and your loyalty and your dedication. Don't worry about your grades. I know a, a guy who made the third class. He's on track to be the MD of a Fortune 500 company. And this is not abroad because some people will say now, nah, you know, abroad, those things don't matter. This is here in Nigeria. And they know he made it third class. And guess what? Because of him, they changed the laws in their company that they will no longer look at people's certificates, um, um, grades again as a criteria for hiring. So when God gives you a testimony, it's not about you, do you know? It's to bring liberation to a people. If something is just for you, it's all right. It has to be bigger than you for it to make complete sense. Because of him, they changed the HR policies of that organization. Because they said, you know what? This is an indicator that your grade in school does not necessarily um, 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 translate to your entrepreneurial drive or your ability to perform um, optimally in an organization. Because of that man, they changed the laws and, and regulations. So say by the spoken words that they speak. And Jesus was, I like the way Jesus used to speak. Very, he didn't do all these gymnastics that we do in the body of Christ. I don't know. I think we did it because we want, we, people, I don't know, I don't know where it started. I wasn't born again from the womb. I really don't know. Maybe someone can tell me. You get, I don't know where we started this whole, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, go. Let me tell you something. Like somebody said, <laughs> pray, not have the kind of prayer that will carry you to fall down and die kind of church. I found out she was a staunch Catholic, you know, go to her mass at 6 a.m., come back. And then next thing she starts telling me about, um, she went to that, a particular church where they do, fall down and die and so i was very puzzled i was like ah, i think actually that was the very first time i heard of that church that was actually the very first time so i was very confused she just said to me ah in pg she said ah no worry you know get problem just pray say no get problem we'll carry you that kind of church ah you know what i said amen yes i i don't want to ever i don't want to be in that place where i'm at i don't know how to explain it i'm at the point where i have to go for gymnastics and spiritual manipulation and all sorts of crazy things to be able to get my healing and my miracle that before i get there god will liberate me uh -uh. Be 
before I get to that stage, and even when I get there, because everything, it serves a purpose, that God will give me the strength to battle it. And so he spoke words. Get up. Be, get up. Your faith has made you well. Be healed. What words are we speaking? What words are we speaking over our children? You see, when they say a mom, a mom knows best, a mom is the best doctor, most times it's prayer that the mother pray though. Who can attest? They'll say, just, she'll just say, oh, just wipe his body down. She'll hold the child, rock the child a little bit. She'll probably say the word of prayer, put the child to sleep. The next morning, the child is okay. Meanwhile, the doctor has been battling for one week, not knowing what to do with that child. It's the words that the mother spoke over that child's life. Spoke over that child's life. I remember my sister, when she has a very boisterous um, first son, and so she was worried, um, even because even from when he was like a year, he had already shown he was like all really bad. Not really, like really bad. Can't stay still, jumping up and down. making. When it got a bit too much for her, she would say, come here. She would grab him, take him into the bedroom, lock the door. One hour, she would shank a blast on his head. Hey, <laughs> God. Wait, she would say, where she come out? Are you calm now? Are you calm? If it starts again, let's go back. She would, she would hold him. She would speak prophetic words. She would pray, pray, pray. She, would, she spoke words over that boy's life, oh. Guess what? As an eight-year-old, though, he's still very boisterous. So, but guess what? The guy is full of the. Ah, he's full of power. He's full, one day he was saying something about. Um, what was he was saying something about um, dying? Someone dying at resurrection or something along the line. Then he now said, "But why do I want to be resurrected now? If I die, isn't it better? Isn't it better for me to just stay with Jesus?" Ah, she was like, "Okay, <laughs> fair point." <laughs> When they have them um, in children's church, when they have them um, roles to play, play, he's always the preacher. He's the preacher. He speaks about the heavens and the earth and the galaxy. He speaks in his little child's understanding and her mind because of the words his mom spoke over him. So, by obedience, we're submitting ourselves to God's will. And let me show you how. You know, the walls of Jericho. <laughs> the Bible is funny. Eh? As if you read the Bible eh, with your eyes open and your imagination, eh? You can write several scripts. Several scripts. The walls of Jericho. He said to them, very clear instruction. Can you take us to the walls of Jericho? I think it's in Joshua 6, Abby, 3 and 5. He said, you shall march around the city. All you men of war, you shall go around the city once. You shall do this six days. Stop. That's all. That's all I needed. You go. You march around the city. All you men of war, you shall. You shall all. You shall go all around the city once. You shall do that. What six days? Who can imagine if it was here in Nigeria, or for some of us, what would have said saying? You know, we're strong men, the soldiers. What we need to do, this marching is not really going to get us very far. Let's run. When we run, instead of doing it in six days, we can do it in three days if we run. Let's just be, who knows that? People will say that. Let's just run. When we run, run, run. When we run, we'll do, oh, no, 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 no. Are you sure six days is enough? Or let's do it six times in the six days for more what? Impact. And that wall would have just stood there. And then after that, what did he say to them? The next verse. He said on the sixth day, what did he say? On the seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of rams before you. Seven days you shall march around the city seven times. And the priest shall blow the trumpets. Next. And it shall come to pass when they make the long blast to the ram's horn. And you hear the sound of the trumpet. That all the people shall shout 
with great joy then the walls of the city will fall down flat and the people shall go up every man straight before him though that said this strategy is not going to work ah who has ever been at a strategy session you they you you are you see eh, it's hard to be a christian sometimes in corporate do you know you are telling them something eh from a prophetic place that god has told you in the night in a dream but you know because you're in a professional setting i can't come and be saying god says the lord the spirit of the lord said they'll be like what's wrong with this that's probably you nigeria zippo are too spirit coco do you understand you'll be saying it that okay so i think that you know this is what we're going to do you'll be talking all the plenty corporate lingua so that they can understand then people will be arguing with you you almost want to slap them because you're like this thing eh we're not going to be successful and guess what you won't be successful i can imagine that if this was in this day and season people they would have disobeyed that command who agrees with me surely it doesn't make sense now march around march around march around march around on the seventh day march around seven times and then i said i said ah and then the wall fall how how please tell me how have you read about those walls do you know the material they used to make those walls rocks upon rocks those were when builders were builders not now that if you shout twice in your house a crack on your wall were builders he said they should just shout even if there be one million how the shout won't take i don't understand how can they shout and the wall will fall down you cannot worship god with your logical mind guys you cannot worship god with your logical mind if i look the day i go back again to worshiping god with my logical mind eh, i will leave this christianity alone if i ever go back there i'll leave it alone because a lot of things do not make any sense and so for you to experience the miraculous you must be obedient to what god is saying to you because he does speak he speaks you must be obedient to what god is saying to you i need to start rounding up and then the name of jesus is a name that is higher than every other name this is at the sound of the name of jesus that every word every knee must bow and every tongue will confess that you are lord and you are king and so when you look at that situation or circumstance and you say do you know what sickness be gone it will go it might not go that instant because you're building up this thing it's like muscles when you start exercising the first day you're struggling struggling you continue one week you're getting stronger from 30 minutes you find out you're doing what one hour from one hour you find out after one hour you don't feel like you've done anything that's how it, it works and so he says the name of jesus you look at the situation and circumstance and says you will change I will no longer be ordinary. I will no longer be held back by sin. I will no longer have sickness and disease in my body. My mom is not going to be sick anymore. Kenneth Hagin in his book, The Authority, The Believer's Authority, he said he had prayed for his brother for many years. The more he prayed for his brother, the worse his brother got. I don't know who's read that book. Very good book, just about 60 pages or thereabouts. The more he prayed for his brother, the, the worse his brother got until one day in a place of frustration he just said you know what i'm taking charge of this situation because i know if i'm looking at this boy it's not going to change so he said you know what father lord i speak the hands of the enemy away from my brother in the mighty name of jesus one line 10 days later his brother gave his life 10 days later something that for years he had been praying and praying and banging his head against the wall so sometimes all you need to do is do what say jesus you call the name of the lord and he answers you and so just in rounding up because time is far gone yeah. so 
said, do miracles still happen? Yes, they do. <laughs> miracles still happen, though. If not, these people <laughs> will not be running to these places. <laughs> Tied down in the village, but needed in the city. Big billboard. And you people are laughing. You will be surprised that people you know attend such things. Like they say, yeah, you've not. Every time I tell people this thing, they always tell me, ah, Uche, you've not had problems. Do they know my journey? Are they there with me in the night when I'm crying? But I'm a soldier of Christ. So guess what? I wake up in the morning, man. Flip my hair, roll my red lipstick, and step out. Ah, uh-uh, nonsense. I'm a king. Ah, uh-uh. That dude, he may slay me. I will have victory because he's Christ and Lord of everything. My situations and circumstances don't define me. They don't define me. Well, I mean, they don't define me. Uh-uh. Do they know? They tell me that because you don't have problems. What do they know? How do they know I don't have problems? Uh-uh. Some people do their crying in the rain. But they cry. Eh? They say, what's this one? This one said, leave me. What's, leave me. You say, give me a spouse or I die. What does the Bible say about some people not even getting married? That is even better for you. Ah, sometimes I, wherever I am looking at the time, ah, sometimes I was not eating. No, I have to go. Sometimes it's better for you. If that's what Christ has called you to be, be single, but be single with honor and serve him. Be single with honor and serve him. I have an auntie who's, she just turned 18 January. She dedicated her life to God, to a service in God. She didn't get married. She's one of the happiest people I know. She didn't get married. Surely it's too late for her at 80. So I don't know about miracle in that place right now. Yeah. It's just a choice that she's made. And so people are running from hell. Because people are running because they don't realize that the power resides inside of them. The power resides inside of them. That a lot of these places are gimmicks that people are doing. Build relationships with you. I know your story. And then I tell the man of God. And then when you come, I'm like... There's a lady to the left, to the left, to the left. <laughs> we should leave me alone. Pastor Moses, please stop telling me to preach. <laughs> I think she has braids, braids. Yes. I see prosperity in your future. I see, I see. That business that you're doing, it will grow. You're just seeing <laughs> manipulating the children of God. Do you know there's a prophecy that someone will tell you, eh? It's even supposed to be a good prophecy. You look at a person and say, eh, but God didn't tell me that one. Do you know? You know everything you say amen to. You, you just say, God, prophetic word is good. You know, speaking a great, great thing into the future. But God needs to tell you to. God needs you to be a priest unto yourself. So that you're not manipulated by people. And when a person speaks something that is out, in line, out of the will of God, you can quickly rebuke it. Or just say, mm, this one is talking nonsense. And just throw it away. And so miracles still exist in this time and in these seasons. They do. It says that, that the, but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that in believing you would have life through his name. You know, the good thing about Christ is that there's no sensationalism. In this time and in this season, eh, God is going to shut down all that sensationalism. 
in little clusters in little rooms like this right god will do a new work in the spirit of people god, god will, do new, he'll do a new work in his people people will just be looking at you and wondering how did that situation get changed where did you go to and you tell them i didn't go anywhere they say what do you mean you didn't go anywhere no you didn't go to any doctor no you didn't go to any counselor no you didn't go to any no you're just suddenly a very happy person yes you say why because of the joy of christ in me the joy of the lord is my strength you say haven't you heard of the joy of the lord you haven't heard of it you say okay come it's a medicine come on, let me show you where that medicine is you open the book of, of, of you open scriptures and you show them and say that is the doctor sensationalism the days are over and gone they're gone god is doing a new work in the hearts of his people and he's saying that the sooner we get it and run with this revelation the better for all of us and the better for the body of christ and for the work that he's about to do because he's only just gotten started it's only just started islam is spreading at a wide pace why is christianity not spreading that way yes it is people are hearing about god but can it be more yes it can and so those days are gone we are going back to the very beginning back to the basics and that's what's beautiful about the hills because we're starting at the beginning again foundational truths we're starting to build it all together again and god is saying my people i need you to just come back to the truths come back to the old truths that i know i said let me just final words I'm going to borrow from magicians because you know we like si we like signs and wonders in this world and that's why magicians are very mysterious people it is easier for us to believe that a magician did magic than it is for us to believe that god created the heavens and the earth and that that in itself is a miracle and so we the great houdinis and the david copperfields and the david blaine all of them sorcery and witchcraft have you ever looked into those men's eyes when they do those things have you ever looked into their eyes there's there's a force there's a dark force in there i'm i'm not being funny there is if you have any spiritual antenna there is a dark force and sorcery but like i said at the beginning we're borrowing from the world we're going to use the same strategies of the world to propagate the kingdom of god and so david blaine one of the greatest magicians of all time he was the one who was um, i think he was the one who was kept in an ice box for three days and he came out he was buried at some point they shot at him he caught the bullet with his teeth all sorts of spooky things suspended in some just some funny I, there was a time and since when i used to look at those things i'm like oh, no, wow but anyway he now said he said humans often come together by believing in ideas that may only exist in our imagination so guess what like i said um the prophetic eh, uses your imagination do you know when god tells you something your imagination expands it right the prophetic uses your imagination and if you even most times imagination is um, very grandiose and very grand um very grandiose and very um with, without limits okay he then says we have an ability to imagine together to merge our ideas as a collective which can slowly move us towards a future once believed to be impossible and so borrowing on from his words it means that as a body of christ as a church if we decide we're using our imagination to say do you know what in this place somebody will be raised from the dead one day there's some, actually somebody here who has who has been told for years in his life that he has a, he, a, the power to raise the dead and he's done absolutely nothing about it and so if we start to imagine that we will heal the sick we will lay hands on someone we can look at somebody and avert a disaster because god will drop a word in our spirit and when we tell them they'll be like ah how did you know because of the spirit of god if we can together as a collective just like in the upper room experience just as the disciples and apostles were praying 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 the spirit of god fell upon them they had new understanding new revelation new 
you know excitement and passion for the things of God if we can then that thing that we think that God a rock fell on him and he died and so those kind of miracles don't happen anymore we can bring that time and season back again not just at the hills but for the greater good of the body of Christ and so final words you know I asked a friend of mine what are your thoughts on the miraculous she said I don't understand your question I said I don't understand your what are your thoughts on miraculous she just said to me and that's why I said you must covet spiritual company you must, I'm telling you the people that you're trying to be cool with when you're not looking they have gone somewhere else they have gone somewhere else I can tell you that for free don't get it twisted in this town in this Nigeria posh people you think people you think are posh they have gone somewhere else you finish doing cool with them and then you wonder why things are working for them supposedly working for them and you nothing is working because you drop your own spirituality to be cool when you're done with that cool day they go and get their own power source you'll be floating covet spiritual company covet spiritual company i don't know why i feel the, I, I feel the need to keep saying this covet spiritual company i am not talking about yes people will say christians are very boring they spiritualize everything but then again this world is spiritual this world is spiritual the, the people that it is it is spiritual whether or not we like it it's a reality let's deal with it she said to me just one line and she went about her duty what she was doing for the rest of the day she just said to me if anything is possible to him who believes she said and she said anything if anything is possible to him who believes anything is possible to him so that's what my own what role that's my own role for me to believe anything is possible then he, he, he then she then said and then if there is nothing too difficult for god to do so me my own role is i believe everything is possible and god's jd's there is absolutely nothing too difficult for him to do she said the miracle signs and wonders happen why are you asking me this kind of question i said to her that's all i needed from you thank you if anything is possible to him who believes and if nothing is impossible for god if you forget everything else i said today just remember that if i my own role is to believe that everything every line of scripture is true and is possible and then god says that there is nothing too difficult for him to do then in this time in this generation we experience miracles signs and wonders and so if you believe with me please hold the hands of a person next to you and let's pray let's just pray this morning for a minute or two let's just pray that god will start to unlock our minds that god will start to unlock our minds for us to come into a new understanding and a new revelation of what he's saying that god is saying that in this time and in this season he's looking for vessels he's looking for people to pour out his spirit that the eager manifestation that the sons of the words are waiting the eager manifestations of the sons of men to do great and mighty things in this time and season that he needs us he needs us as partners on this work and on this journey to bring healing to bring prophetic words to bring revelation to bring vision to bring understanding that will say be well and you are well we will say this situation will turn around and it will turn around that the name of jesus will be glorified and exalted in the highest heavens from the ends of this nation to the ends of africa to the ends of the world the heart to be converted right right to their father oh god that will come into a new time and a new season in christ oh god Ebusikata de 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 bo se keda de de sheta da da da. Ebuda kara de 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 sata da 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 da
Lord, we hunger for a new move in the spirit, oh God. Lord, we hunger for a new move in the spirit, oh God. Lord, we are tired of doing things like we did before, oh God. Lord, we are hungry for you in this dry and weary land, oh God. Lord, show yourself and reveal yourself to us, oh God. Oh, use the smallest of us to do the mightiest of works, oh God. That would astonish men, oh God. But most of all, we'll bring glory to your name, oh God. That no longer will we see ourselves as small or little, oh God. But we are the mighty oaks of righteousness able to bring a new order and standard back to the kingdom oh god god we are hungry for you oh god we call upon your name that is able to save oh god the name of jesus that at the sound of the name of jesus every knee will bow and every tongue will confess every sickness will go every mental depravity will go every sexual sin will go every fornication will go every adultery will go every pain will go every sickness will go every poverty will go every non-relevance will go every fear the clutches of death the things that have whispered to us the things that they've told us would never amount to lord we speak against those words and we praise a new standard of god in this house today in this house today oh god lord hear our prayers oh god lord hacking your ears onto us oh god lord hacking your ears onto us oh god lord ignite a fire in us oh god lord ignite a fire in us and let the fire spread like wildfire oh god spread to our families spread to our nation oh god spread to our generation oh god oh because of us oh god the kingdom of god will be established oh god in this nation oh god in this time and in this season oh god our names oh god will go down in the new account oh god of the works of the apostles oh god representing god as ambassadors of this kingdom oh god lord you are able you are able you are able lord you are able and it's that authority that we stand oh god and declare your kingship and righteousness oh god in the mighty name of jesus